بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا ما بعده my brothers and sisters today somebody sent me something useful on twitter and whatsapp usually that doesn't happen but so it's a good thing and that was it's called the shopping cart test shopping cart test and what this guy wrote i will just read for you he said the shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test you know the litmus test acid and 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 uh, uh, alkaline so you put a litmus paper it turns shows you if the liquid is acid so he said the ultimate litmus test for whether a person is capable of self governing taking care of themselves is the shopping cart to return the shopping cart is an easy convenient task and what and one which we all recognize as the correct and appropriate thing to do to return the shopping cart is objectively right there are no situations other than dire emergencies in which a person is not able to return their cart simultaneously it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart therefore the shopping cart presents itself as the apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it no one will punish you for not returning the shopping cart no one will fine you or kill you or uh, give you a ticket or something for not returning the shopping cart you gain nothing by returning the shopping both are out there you know you gain nothing and you lose nothing you must return the shopping cart out of the goodness of your own heart you must return the shopping cart because it is the right thing to do because it is correct a person who is unable to do that is no better than an animal an absolute savage who can only be made to do what is right by threatening them with law and force that stand behind it the shopping cart is what determines whether a person is good or a bad member of society now the reason i am saying all this to you is because i want to add to this and what i want to add to it is that the same test is of people who park their cars we see a lot of example of that in the masjid there are marked handicap parking spaces and we find our brothers and sisters probably also we don't know i don't know who car, which car belongs to whom uh, i don't want to let, let the sisters off without a you know flag um they park their cars they are not handicapped but they park in the handicapped space even when there is there are plenty of other spaces available why even if the argument is you know after all there are seven handicapped spaces i am only one car if somebody handicapped person actually comes he can park in the next one that's not the point the point is you are parking in a place in which you are not legally supposed to park now believe me i travel all over the world and one problem that i have seen which is universal may allah protect us from ourselves universal problem because of which muslims get a bad rap and they attract a lot of resistance when they want to build a masjid is because of the way muslims park their cars there's no other reason people object because of the way muslims park their cars believe it or not you will have somebody who's driving a 100000 dollar car who parks it blocking someone else's driveway now my point is if you have the money 
to unless you robbed a bank but otherwise if you are buying a hundred thousand dollar car it means two things one you are highly educated and you are you have the capacity to earn and secondly that your judgment with regard to spending money is pretty bad because why would you put a hundred thousand dollars in a depreciating asset but anyway you did that and now you take it and you block somebody else's driveway what sense does it make this happens regularly. This is not a small thing. Every time this happens, including in this community. But I have seen this happening anywhere. Those of us who have lived in the, in the US, I mean, Brother Muhammad is there, others, uh, in, in, in Saudi Arabia, uh, Brother uh, Salahuddin. On Juma, you find big GMCs on the traffic island, on top of the traffic island, on the, on the sidewalk, on the pavement. Why? Because I'm in a hurry. Please understand, my brothers and sisters, to live by the law is Islamic law. I'm not talking about it. This is Islam means to live by laws which are good for everyone in the community, no matter who made that law. It doesn't have to be in the Quran. It doesn't have to be in the Sunnah. Any law which is made for the good of the whole community. For example, if the red light, to stop at the red light is neither in the Quran nor in the Sunnah. So you can't say, well, you know, this is, I am a Muslim. I obey only what Allah, Allah told you to obey laws to be beneficial for people. You have been created for the benefit of people. Going through a, tra a red traffic light is not for the benefit of people. Breaking speed limits, driving over speed is not good for the people. Not wearing seat belts is not good for the people. We have people, we have, may Allah protect us. People who are on, they, they don't have a full license yet, right? They have a single operator license. They are not supposed to carry underage people, under the, uh, which are not adults, which is under the age of 21. They are not supposed to carry them in their cars. Now, with the best of intention, you say, I'm bringing these boys to the masjid. It doesn't matter. If you're bringing them to the masjid or taking them anywhere, it does not matter. You're breaking the law. Please, do not do this. This is very, very bad. And this is something which is not just bad logically for you, but it is bad in deen. Please understand this. We live in a country, alhamdulillah, where we are free to practice our religion. I know countries where if people come to a house to pray, they are locking the house. Your personal house, they are locking the house. You can't, even you can't go into your own house because Muslims are coming in, coming in there to pray. We are not like that. Alhamdulillah. We live in a country where we are free to practice our religion. Don't make that into a problem for yourself and for others. So all of these things do not break the law. The law is made for the benefit of everyone. And as Muslims, it is our duty to follow the law. My reason for telling you is, Alhamdulillah, you are not people who park in handicapped spaces. But if you see somebody, go tell them. Very politely, very nicely. Don't no need to fight with anybody. But very nicely, brother, please. Can you move your car or give me the, give you your key? I'll move your car for you. But do not keep your car here. Even if he says, no, but there's no, 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 no. Parking in a handicapped space when you are not handicapped is not permissible in Islam and it is not permissible by the law of the land. Please move. So also, for example, shoes. I mean, you got racks here and the top rack, except for uh, brother uh, Muhammad Yusuf, nobody can reach that top. That's so high. Right? So he must buy law, you must put your shoe in the top. <laughs> because only you can reach. <laughs> Nobody can reach, right? But we've got shoes all over the place. Why? This is another thing in, 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 in uh, our masajid. Anywhere in the world you go, you've got beautiful racks, empty. 
and shoes everywhere and people are stamping on those shoes i mean have some you know mercy on yourself and on your own put you got nice shoes you want people to trample them for what put them nicely and there is a place to put them in my masjid in hyderabad we have a church directly opposite the street masjid this side church one day in tarawi i get a message from the priest saying that somebody one of your people has parked their car blocking our gate and now we have an emergency my father needs to go to the hospital and we cannot come out of the house what to do and when i make the announcement now the person is ashamed to get up so so the car is remains there inna lillahi wa inna ilaihi rajiun please my brother and sister i mean really seriously let us not do this let we have we must be exemplars we must be people who are example to the whole world right and it begins with ourselves not anybody else let us make sure that we do not do anything which is against the law don't wait for someone to come and force it and someone to call the police and someone to do this because you're going too fast i mean that guy he need not talk to me right jerin does have talk he can talk he can call the cops and then you will have a cruiser standing there and you will drive like a like a like a tortoise because you see the the, the police car for what you know be, be, drive it drive it after allah gave you the gave you a good car drive decently don't don't go over the speed limit and so on and may, may allah protect us if something happens then there is a you know help be we ask allah subhanahu wa taala jalla jalaluhu to enable us to be good examples for ourselves for our children for our communities so that people learn to love and respect islam inshallah wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika ya rahmatullah